What up? Welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 276. On this episode, I'm joined by Snappy. We talk about the Patreon, merch shop, TikTok, impersonating a kid, protests, critical race theory, money, lumber, Israel, cops, Father's Day, and a bunch of other shit. Thanks for checking us out. What up? We're joined by Snappy. Hello, hello. Uh, back here in, in June, I think, for a couple more weeks. Hell yeah. When the day this comes out, I should be on vacation. I so, don't even know what day of the week it is anymore. I think it's Tuesday. It is on the day of the recording? Well, yeah. Uh, this is true. This is Monday for all you guys. Y'all know y'all hear my lovely voice on Mondays. There you go. Um, all right, first thing we'll get to is our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash podcastmo. Go there and give us money. If you give us money, you'll get early access to the podcast. And that early access will make you feel like an elite person. You'll be walking around with information, knowledge no one else has heard before they hear it. You know, so, I mean, if that, that'll make you feel special, you should do it. Um, you could be a co-producer like my mother, Hurricane Haynes, Marshall, the Dharma Initiative Bear, It's Your Boy H2.com, and Jackie Daytona. Also, we have a merch shop at shop.spreadshirt.com slash podcast mo if you would like a t-shirt or other fun goodies. Hell yeah, get your shit. Get your shit. Um, so how's uh, the pot doing life? Man, I still love going to work. Uh, got a raise yesterday, so there you uh, go. I'm learning how to do more and more stuff, you know, around the shop because it does get kind of boring during the day sometimes i mean sales have been good they've been up so right people seem to like my stupid videos i went all day yesterday didn't do any yeah i actually asked i told skinny last night when i saw him i was like i think uh snappy's running out of ideas i just uh man i woke up kind of droggy and i just wasn't feeling it yesterday right I mean, I got, I got, it. I got some ideas, but you know, some of it requires props and shit, and I'm, I'm gonna strap for cash at the moment. So right. you don't need I'll to just, you know, buy TikTok props. Yeah, no, I, but I was thinking, you know, one of them, I got requested to do Napoleon, Napoleon Dynamite thing, but hell, I gotta look and try to figure out, you know, them fucking dance moves. It ain't like a right. fucking no. Yeah, it's gonna take some uh, practice. Yeah, I was gonna practice. I got a couple I'm working on, you know, in my head anyway. There you go. It's behind the scenes for Snappy's art. Um, but I got on there today and did some tributes to Brad Strix. So, yeah, what's your tw- TikTok handle so people know? Uh, Snappy2174. 2174. Y'all go follow him there. Uh, I may download it someday, but we'll see. We'll see if it happens. Uh, I know Brad's going to try to duet with you, from what I heard. I know. That's what I've seen. Hell, that made me excited. So, we'll see how. I mean, I'm, I'm excited as well. I'm excited. Uh, he, by the way, y'all go follow Brad Rex. He has another album coming out in like a this week or next or some, sometime soon. July, July 2nd. Yeah, I so, see. Yeah. I'm still fumbling with some of these. I was like playing some of his music from his new album, uh, Going in Circles. And then I was doing some voiceover, but on like TikTok, it would show the uh, captions so you could actually see what I was saying in case you couldn't hear it. Oh, yeah. Trying to check I tried to volume. watch that and all I, I couldn't, I didn't have any captions for you when I watched it. Yeah, the one on Facebook, like it 
didn't have the caption. So okay. yeah, and I mean, when I played it back to myself before I posted it, I could hear myself over the music, you know, and I had the volumes just right. I don't know what happened. Like I said, I'm still fumbling through that shit. I right. don't know what I'm doing half the time. Well, I'm having fun, dude. Someday you'll be a big TikTok star. I need to try for that. I'm just having fun being a fucking goob and customers come in and hell, the people we buy our products off of are fucking messaging me. It's like, please keep up the videos. And so, I mean, that makes me feel pretty good. I'm just like, huh, the big, big dogs like it, you know? Right. I mean, I think you should ask, start asking people when they make a purchase, if they want to make a TikTok video with you, be like, with your purchase, you've also won the right to make a TikTok video. Would you like to? If they have time, you know, y'all can make a fun one. There you go. They have ideas and you steal their ideas for your TikTok videos. Hey, there we go. And then they got a whole network of people. I don't know. So, oh, there you go. See, this is why I come here. This is a cool. The, this is my whole uh, internet strategy is collaborations. So um, that's all I got to offer. He's going to do business consulting and tell people how you should run businesses to make the most profit. Without my own business, to For an example, like, hey, but I've got to We just never had startup money. That's yeah, all. We just, we just didn't know the right people. I still need to LLC Reservable Records. I've been talking about it for years. Um, <sighs> I think a lot of the shit I purchase could then be purchased underneath that. And there's a, it just that's going to open a whole other door of like, now you got to do taxes underneath this other shit, you know, and I don't. I go to fucking tax layer or whatever now. You know, like, I don't give a fuck. I'm so anyway. That's the only reason I'm against it. Um, but I do realize all this podcasting and music stuff could fall underneath my fake record label if I LLC'd it. So uh, if anyone out there knows all that shit and they could really walk me through it, you know, you can have a percentage of the company, you know, as the business manager. Or something, oh hell! You know, if we could figure this out. Um. Anyway, who well, knows? Ideas, light bulbs going off. There you go. Um, all right. A lot of shit happened since last time I saw you, so I try to write some of it down. Um, the first story I saw after I saw you was that this grown woman uh, entered a school. She impersonated her daughter and then went to school, and then no one, none of the teachers found out until like sixth hour that it, she was not her daughter. And then she goes to Twitter, TikTok, or wherever. I think it was TikTok, actually, posting all of it, like, ha-ha, check me out. And then now as I'm believe getting arrested for impersonating. I did see student, where she was getting arrested. Um, well, when I first saw it, because because perspective matters and the way I quote unquote the media, which in this case, the media would be her TikTok videos. You know, it's not a person. It's just the way we consume media. I was kind of on her side at first. Right. I was like, that is crazy. But then when you stop and you think about the scenario, you're like, not that crazy. She's a short woman, kind of built like her daughter. Right. And then she has a face mask on. Other students caught her immediately. And then she asked her friend, her daughter's friends to not rat her out. So then for her to later on be like, anyone could enter this school. It's like, no, no, not anyone. A parent of a student who then asked the students not to rat them out could enter the school. Not just a stranger. Most kids would tell. Right. Exactly. So like that was when it first fell apart. And then it was like she had a mask on all day. You know, the the moment she removed her mask for lunch, half the fucking cafeteria knew her stuff. Like, all this shit came out later where I'm like, Yeah, but I don't if know. you're a parent and so these kids probably hang out, you're probably a little intimidated. So she had a little power. So right. that's not being played. But at the same time, if you're trying to bring up that there's no security, don't be mad that you got charged a ticket because you're on camera. They can prove you did. I mean, you wouldn't rat you yourself had, out on TikTok. You impersonated <laughs> yourself. I impersonated someone. Right. And then I think it's weird that she was like, all right, student, daughter, stay home today because I just want to do this for TikTok fame. 
I don't know. Well, the more I think about it, the more I'm against this woman. Uh, but I do understand at first when you saw the story, you're like, that is crazy. I, I don't know. Maybe give her a fine or something. I don't know about, you know, putting the whole handcuffs and arresting. I just... I don't see that being a behind the bars at all type of deal. To me, this is very similar to the Bluebell ice cream scenario. People might remember from about a year or two ago. We talked about this podcast, and it was the only time I've ever gotten super bad was when that girl licked that goddamn Bluebell ice cream. And I was like, lock her in jail. And people were acting like it was racist to be against it because she wasn't white and all this shit. I'm like, no, no. If she starts to cheer when people start fucking licking ice cream, and guess what? Big old fucking virus happened after that. So who knows? Who knows what caused the spread of that? I know. And then we got extra packaging on our ice cream. Right. Cost us more. It's bullshit. So um, I think it's the same scenario like that. If you don't throw the book at this woman, other crazy parents who want TikTok fame are going to start doing shit in high schools. And then it's going to be like, God damn it. We can't keep fucking parents out of high schools. Yeah. I don't know. I just think it's weird. Again, as an adult. I, and I mean, I know you're on TikTok having fun, but you're not trying to be famous. No. This woman was obviously trying to make a fucking her 15 minutes of fame off. This I do shit, not right? want to be famous. I mean, at, at all. I, I'm I'm pretty content. I mean, I'd like unless to, they're I, paying us some money. I'd like to make more money, yes, but I don't want fucking people bugging me all the time and I, where I can't live my life. No, agreed, agreed. Um, so anyway, that was the first crazy news story I saw this week, and I just saw you know people were getting crazy. And then I think just yesterday I saw this thing where a dude drove through some protests in Minnesota going like 100 miles an hour. I just seen that earlier, but I didn't have time to follow up on it. Cause it like, and then the guy was like crying when he was getting arrested, and I'm like, no, no, no. You you drive enough fucking people going 100 miles an hour. That's you better own death it. penalty, in my opinion. Right. Like, you better act like you're a crazy person. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. You did that. Right. You, I mean, you did it. You, you die. So I'm sorry. So, yeah. I don't know, it was crazy. And I mean, I understand what's happened. You know, we've been talking about the protests and riots and all that shit in a long time. And originally, whenever we talked about it, and I still agree, I don't think burning buildings down and shit like that's, you know, cool, a cool way to handle shit. But um, since all that's happened, all studies and look backs on the scenario said that like 98, 99% of them are peaceful protests. You know, like um, there was very little violence in these actual protests. Now, there's probably some truth to the CIA operatives that go in and start burning buildings to try to make it look worse. So then the cops can come in and be like, hey, like, look how bad they are. But uh, but then they're the ones initiating and starting the whole th- They're what snaps that. You know, there's clear air right now. They're just yelling back and forth. You. All of a sudden, you sneak in, fucking light a building on fire. Guess what? They, right. They close well, in and they engage. The, the argument is, and it depends again what conspiracy you would believe that the cops and or CIA or some scenario are sending the people to do that, so that then they have an excuse to go beat the fuck out of protesters. And I mean, cops been caught on camera playing shit on people all the time. I mean, like right. this isn't that crazy of an idea to be like, hey, we're annoyed we have to be out here anyway. Let's find a way to fucking start swinging some fucking batons at people and we can go home. Like, I don't think that's that crazy of an idea. Um, but unfortunately, it's not. Motherfuckers mm. taking it on their own hands start driving into protests. I mean, this is where the rhetoric gets dangerous when people like you have the right to protest. You just do. Like, I don't. You don't have the right to run over protesters, but people are like, I'm going to go do that. I'm going to handle this myself. Do you have the right to protest in the middle of a street? Um, well, I think the bit all roads didn't exist the way they do, you know, now whenever we wrote the Constitution and all this shit. So there's a lot of things about the roadways that aren't actually like don't jive with the like we have to buy a license. You know, that should be so like that's buying a, a right of freedom. Like if roads, if America was founded after the automobile was made. 
you would have a right to an automobile or some shit, just like a gun. Like there'd be some sort of like, you can't have made me have a license for this shit. Like, uh, but the roads have all kinds of weird rule. Like sometimes I'm like, how's the speed limit? Not against some sort of right. You know, I, I don't know, but you agree. You sign over a piece of paper of like, once you're driving on a roads, cause you have this license, you'll agree to all these other things. So roads are just a weird thing. Yeah. And see, well, even by that logic there, pedestrians have the right of way. Right. They'd be pedestrians if you, even if you didn't want to classify them as protesters. I mean, that's, I mean, yes, it would be annoying if a bunch of people were standing in a road, but if it had nothing to do with the protest, just for any, any reason at all, all I could do as a driver is go around. I don't understand what else you would want to have. I don't know. Like at some point in time, it's a fucking mob. It's a mob. You can't start, you can't arrest a whole mob. There ain't enough fucking jail cells for people. Like this happens in, in some other scenarios throughout history. I don't know. Protests are crazy in hindsight, but they're almost all peaceful. And uh, I just think people should be able to protest they want. I've never stood out in the fucking heat protesting anything. So more I've never power had, to you. I've, every time I've seen these protests happening, I've been at work. Right. Every single time. I honestly, I missed the, the Black Lives Matter one we had here. I meant to go and Koopy told me the time and I got there and they had already left. And I was like, God damn it. <laughs> well, I, but it was, I was I mean, at work that day as well. Right. And that kind of leads on to another big hot topic issue is... Um, the term critical race theory. So I'll just talk about it because it's going to be, everyone's going to hear this for like the next Good, year. Because or more. I don't know enough about it. I keep saying it, but yeah. I haven't indulged in it yet. Right. And um, I don't know how, I feel like I'm pretty cool and open-minded about all this whole race talk. And I feel like I treat people all awesome and good. Um, But I know I argue a lot, so I might come across like, I might hate some people. I don't know. Uh, but critical race theory is basically the same thing as you believing there's systematic racism. But what this what this is happening currently right now is that like liberals are going to use systematic racism. You know, that's a term we've used for however many years of the ordeal. But Republicans or conservatives, they have through polls have found out that the term critical race theory is scarier. And that was the first term for this back in like the 50s or whatever, when someone wrote about this. So the, the conservatives are using the term critical race theory to make it sound worse in in my opinion, versus the liberals using the term systematic racism because it's something you kind of realize. So like uh, some of the to barely touch on is like some of the people point at is that in the Constitution, it said that slaves were three fifths of a person. So that's systematic racism. If our whole Constitution is built on this idea that black people at that time were three fifths of a person, then however, could they ever be equal? Now, I would argue that we we would make strides through other laws and make it where like people are equal you know like i think we're trying to do um but you know they would start with something like that or like uh you know if during these the housing things that happened in the 1900s where they would uh you know put black people in ghettos and then white people would move away and drive prices down and they put no grocery stores and these you know there's things that happen that systematically oppresses a population and you're like yes that is horrible and i agree now i would and if I had to argue it, because I'm a devil's advocate type of person, I would say you could look at small towns across like Oklahoma or any you know state like that. And you would be like, are they systematically oppressing small country towns because they're shrinking with no grocery stores and no, you know, but like it's similar. You know, they're going through similar issues, but I get it's not because of their race, whereas in the black people, it's because of their race. That's why people are doing it. So I think that's uh, a pretty shitty explanation of it all. But that's what critical race theory is or systematic racism is that. They have had the cards stacked against them throughout generations and generations. Um, you would look at something like the Tulsa race riots. That's uh, what they call them, which is a horrible name because they aren't really race riots. It was literally 
uh, the white population went and blew up and exploded and burned down the rich black neighborhood because they were jealous. And then those black citizens were not allowed to sue or press charges against anyone um, because I want to say the National Guard was also a part of it. And um, so, yes, that is systematic racism that the people of Tulsa, the black community there, have never recovered from. Right. And there is an argument to be made there. They should be able to sue all kinds of motherfuckers. Now, I think that's different than like every black person here should get reparations. Because there is some side that's out that there's more been more people that's immigrated from Nigeria than all African slaves that were here in 18, whatever, you know, and it's like, oh, that's a crazy stat. Now, of course, those slaves had children and generations of more people. And I'm, um, you know, that's neither here nor there. But either way, that's kind of more or less the thing. Now, real quick on the three fifths of a person, in the Constitution, what I think is interesting about that is that a lot of people look at that through the lens now and they're like they thought there were three fifths of people but the actual way that happened was there originally there going to be no no people they're worth nothing but the southern states who we would now be as like the racist states they knew if they said they were worth three fifths of a person that would get them more house of representative delegates because their population would look like it was more because every slave counts as a three fifths of a person so they did that to gain political power and then to keep slavery going so it's like it's even more fucked when you like really know some of the backstory shit interesting um anyway that's critical race theory and i think everyone's gonna start talking about it and they're gonna scare you on tv they're gonna be like they're gonna teach critical race theory to our children teaching what has happened in history in my opinion yes now through the people that are against this they would say that in these schools they are actively going to be anti-white and they're going to tell your kids that white people are the root of all evil and shit now i feel like just people telling history i understood that like countries of white people did some shit fucked up shit. I don't know. I never, I don't know. I don't, I don't associate me and my race together as like this one, you know, we've talked about this before. Like I don't have pride like that where I'm right. like, what did white people do in history? You know, like, I don't think about it. I'm like, what did England do? And what did Norway do? I, I would look at it more like that. Um, I think England and Spain should have to pay it all back. I mean, <laughs> England was a big deal. Uh, you know, they were the empire of the sun never set. Cause they're uh, they so imperialistic and colonized so many places. And then America through World War II were like, hey, y'all got to give that shit up or we're not joining in. And that was like part of a deal. And they gave up territories and then we inherited a half of them. And so it was like, I don't know, it was this big shift of power. When you start really looking at history, I mean, I think it is all fucked. I just think it's not as simple as like this race of people were evil to this race of people. It's normally like a way more complex. And yes, everything is fucked, but it was like the rich and elite are fucked up to this race of people. And then they pin these races against each other. So they fight over the scraps while this elite class do all this shit behind like, the scenes. We're like hunger games to these people. Exactly. They're sitting back <laughs> watching us. Like, look at these motherfuckers. Hey, let's do this here. And they're just sitting back. This is probably like fucking cinema shit to them. They're just sitting back in their box yep, seats. I mean, I mean, this is really, really hard to imagine. I mean, I have moments where I dream that I could maybe be in this situation someday, but can you imagine just having so much money? That you just didn't think about it. Like, you would just be like, I will buy whatever I want today. Like, I, I, I can't even can't fathom that. Right. It's almost impossible. But there are people who, like, they would just wake up and they'd be like, what do I want for breakfast? Because that's what I'm having. Because I just have, like, a fucking cook in my house. And I don't even think about the fact I'm paying a whole staff salary because I'm just so rich. And, like, that's, like, something we can't imagine. And then so for to them, I just don't even think they think about it as much as they're like, things are going good. Let's not change anything ever. And then, like, you know, that's kind of like quit changing loss or whatever. We're getting away. With, we want to get away with more shit. You know, uh, I don't know, it's all it's crazy when you stop and think about it. But it also gets a little depressing. So, you know, you try not to 
I mean, they'd have a house full of people, but they wouldn't actually be doing... I mean, do people play the video games for them, too, and they just tell them which buttons to press? Yeah, I mean... mean, Some of these motherfuckers don't do shit. This news story came out I saw today, actually, where Rick Ross, the rapper, it came out that he mows his own lawn to save money every week, and people were trying to clown him. And I was like, what else are you going to do? Like, I actually don't hate mowing my lawn, so it just wouldn't bother me. Some days I might, like, if I get behind on it, I hate it. Right. You know, but if you didn't have like a real job, right. like if you were sitting at home all day anyway. Oh, no, I would man, my yard would look on point. Right. I'd be on that motherfucker fixing that at least once a week because I'd get bored sitting in the house. Right. See, I don't really get bored. I, I can fill my time up for a while on creative endeavors until I run out of steam. Um, oh, anyway, so we talked about some race shit, so a little bit of politics shit. I am curious. Are you aware what has made lumber prices go so high? And is it really to do with Biden? Like, I don't know any, you know, of course, I don't know any real information. Is it just as simple as they printed a bunch of money and inflation and these lumber companies are like, all right, well, lumber has gone. Like, I just don't understand what's happened. But it is like the biggest meme in the world is that Apparently, lumber like super expensive. Hard to co- everything's hard to come by because everybody's lack of workers. Oh. Some bullshit. OK, that's what I, I I'm, See, I'm, a, I'm guessing. Right. I believe because I'm a little cynical towards corporations, if you can't tell, of. Uh, this whole time, they've used any excuse they can to just keep making more money. It's like COVID happened, jack up the price. This jack up the process. Anything happens, jack up the process to where like CEOs made more money in the last year and a half than they did the year before. You know, like during the quarantine, they made more money all these corporations. So, uh, I don't know. I just I'm so know. curious. Amazon what makes Amazon look pretty fat during this whole deal? Yeah, Amazon. Well, and that's the other thing people don't get is they're pushing for fifteen dollar an hour minimum wage because they can afford it. Yeah. And they'll just eat the cost and they'll make it up somewhere else. Whereas in like, you know, the local shop is not going to be able to afford that in most cases. Um, so anyway, crazy fucking world. But anyway, lumber process. If anyone has any answers, uh, y'all find me on social media and let me know. That's what I say. If it's Joe Biden's fault, then let's say it's Joe Biden's fault. You know, I'm not impressed with him myself. Well, uh, but and well, it probably uh the price of gas to cut all the lumber with all the machines and shit they use now. Right. Yeah, gas is like three dollars I mean, so now. Gas here. is so fucking expensive to run that heavy fucking equipment. Maybe. Right. And then that why did gas go up when Joe Biden became president? Is it just because he's a Democrat and the companies are like, fuck that, let's jack up prices because that's what we do? Like I just is it because people accept it when it's a Democrat, so then the oil companies go ahead and do it? Or is there really something happening in which makes it more expensive? Like I just there's like Iran not barter with us no more. Or? Well, I don't think they did during the Trump thing. And that's yeah. uh, something else which I actually have on this list um, is the Israel-Palestine stuff because it gets talked about a lot. And I've listened to a lot of podcasts about it. I don't think I could probably remember all of it. It's very complicated. Uh, but no one will ever give Donald Trump credit. But Donald Trump is the first U.S. president that ever got any Middle Eastern country to like start accepting Jerusalem or Israel. Sorry. And, uh, you know, start like working on it. I don't know. Like he done more for the middle Eastern peace shit than anyone ever. And it's crazy. Like, and I don't like Trump. So I'm not here trying to be like, he's, you know, the golden one or whatever. But I do think in hindsight, after all this shit I've listened to, where like a lot of like legitimate journalists are like, you know, it is not a joke. It cannot be understated. What his negotiations did for the regions. Like, you know, or whatever. And I was like crazy. It's crazy. Um, but anyway, so a lot of people, you know, I'm, I've been on this podcast plenty of times being like, I'm a little pro-Palestine, I guess, you know, and I'm not like super pro-Palestine, but like in general, when I see what's happening currently and I'm like, the Gaza Strip, where is this place? It's like disputed over whose land it is, kind of. Uh, the the Palestinians um, live there and 
Israel just bombs the fuck out of it. They just fucking send missiles, blow up schools and hospitals and shit. And so you're like, asshole move, right? Is like how you would look. I looked at it or whatever. And then also kind of looked at um the Palestinians a little bit like the Native Americans in a way, because like that was their land. And the UN came in and were like, no, no, we're taking this section. We're giving it to the Jews because the Holocaust was horrible. And now that's their land. Now, I'm not saying they didn't deserve it, but I just understood the people that did live there being like, well, hey, that's fucked. Yeah. You know, I don't know. That's kind of where, where I in my mind was that, but after listening to all this shit, I've heard a lot of different sides and there is yes, a lot of history of the Palestinians being horrible, horrible people to the Jews and how everyone attacks the Jewish people and they have to be defensive like that or else they would get no respect in the region. Like I understand it, but it's still like if you're killing kids and shit, that's horrible. But then again, the Palestinians and it's not the Palestinians. It's uh there's a, they have a group. The, I don't remember. It begins with an H or some shit, whatever their group is at the moment. Uh, they will hide in hospitals and they will hide in where children are because they want Israel to kill children so that they can get on the internet and say, look, Israel killed children. So it's a little bit of everyone playing into it, you know? So it's a, a complicated matter, you know, don't get me wrong. Um, and then I want to say like 20% of Israel's population are Muslims that are legal citizens. So it's like our thing of like, okay, we'll become a legal citizen of fucking, you know, Israel. And so just being a, over here in this area, you know, so I, I could see that whole argument as well. And then uh, what is also weird is the liberals have now become pro-Palestinians, right, within the last couple of years. And yet the Palestinian people are like, they'll throw gay people off buildings. They'll, you know, they'll do some crazy shit that the liberals would be like horrible, horrible things. And then the conservatives are very pro-Israel, but yet Israel has universal health care. And they're very fun. They're, they're cool with gay people and all these other liberals like so I don't know I'm more I learn about the situation, the more interesting it is how our American views on it all. Like the fact the liberals are pro like people, the bombing people of uh, no you know, shit. I don't know. It's it's crazy. It's just a crazy uh, scenario. So that's a little bit I can explain those people. Yeah, I don't I don't know the answer, by the way. A lot of people think there's a two state solution where you also say, well, here's a Palestine and here's an Israel. But um, well, that'd be like North and South Korea. Right, It'd be very similar. And then another thing I learned about this is the word Palestine actually, because when the Romans took over uh, Israel well, like a long ass time ago, you know, pre Bible days, they just renamed it whatever, whatever Palestine to piss off the Jews because they didn't like the Jews. Like, so it was just taken from the Jews and given to a people, named something that the Jews would hate, like from the beginning. Um, but it would be kind of like if the Native Americans got like a big chunk of land back and then whoever lived there were like, we like the Palestinians, I guess. And then those native people get bombing those people and you're like, well, get the fuck. Out. Like, I don't know. It's hard to imagine in America, but I always try. Um, very, very interesting. Uh, have you seen any news this week as you've been sitting at work playing your golden tea? No, I, mean, I didn't even play golden tea too much. I did play it one, but then uh, I was in the middle of a, a hole and I, I just, Fucking had a record fucking shot. It was fucking, I chipped it over the lake and fucking it was like an 80 yard shot and fucking hit the pin and dropped in the hole. It was badass. It was like the best ever shot on there. Hell yeah. Cause then I had a customer and when I got back, they had already like reset to, cause I took too long. Wow. It's yeah. bullshit. Oh, well. I saw where they're releasing a four player uh, TMNT arcade by that company. So maybe your coworker will find one of those. He's got a TMNT back. They're not put together yet. 
Yeah, certain ones are hard to find, apparently. Right. Like, I was just looking up the Golden Tees. Maybe they released the four-player Simpsons. I don't know, but one of those. Because I was looking up, uh, like, online, and, (laughs) like, you couldn't find that particular Golden Tee arcade. Right. Like, uh, you could find the super advanced ones for, like, four fucking thousand dollars. Right. And shit. But you couldn't find, like, that brand. They're like, they would sell the side panels or the fucking unit that makes it go, uh... Whatever those little chip pieces are called. Right. Like the motherboard of it all. Hey, there you go. Yep. Yeah. It's almost like a it's part of my job. Yeah. Is that one of things. Um, well, that's fun. It's fun stuff. Um, all right. I have one more serious thing, and then I'm pretty much out of shit, which was, you know, I will say first off, we always talk shit on cops. I don't talk. I talk shit on cops killing people. So for anyone who has a problem with that, we should look at a way to have cops stop killing people, because I think that'd be cool. Um. But this cop, this within the last couple of weeks here, because the news story blew up and you might have seen it. He done a defensive driving maneuver or whatever they're calling it, where he flips a pregnant woman's car. Like charges lot on claim. She's not stopping. The argument would be that she was going to stop. It just wasn't a good spot or whatever, you know, but she wasn't speeding away. I don't believe I mean, I didn't see the very beginning of the video, so it's hard to know. Um, anyway, a cop fucking goes to the side fucking. It hits the side of her, flips her fucking car. She's pregnant. Of course, he doesn't know that when he does it. That's the argument. And it's like, yeah, but anyone could be pregnant. And anyone could be if I have health risk. And anyone could have, like, a cop shouldn't be able to. What was he pulling over for anyway? Like speeding or some shit? You know, some some fucking no, some victimless fucking crime. Some traffic shit. Uh, So anyway, that's become a big deal. And I'm like, that's a perfect example. I just think everyone could say, like, hey, maybe y'all shouldn't do that. I don't know. Like, you could just get their... Tag number. It's a and fucking traffic valley. Fucking mail it to them. Yeah. Right. That's where, that's where I'm at on it. Is, I got uh, a ticket in the mail the other day. Or I feel like I'm going to for running one of these red lots around here. Uh, but I know, I know I have before and I never have. So I know some cameras aren't on. Yeah. But one the other day, I was like, oh, I clearly got it. And I did not. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. I'm, that one turned way quicker. Than some, some of them change quicker. They're not all on the same time frame. Yeah. So if a cop would have chased me down after that. And then I was like, well, I can't pull over here because there's a curb. I'll pull up. And he was like, we're going to fucking. No shit. You would get gropped at if you didn't pull into a safe thing where they could get off the road, too. Like, do you ever. And I see every once in a while where someone pulls like in the middle of the road. I hate it. <laughs> You're like, what are you doing? Like, they'll pull in like the middle turn lane. I'll drive an extra half a block. You... Yeah, I'll put my blinker on or whatever. Like, yeah. I'm coming up here. But yeah. Uh, some people are crazy. I actually almost called the cops the other day. Yesterday, actually. Um, so I'm not, I think cops have a place. Like, when you need to call them to handle situations. Um, two houses down here. This is a big two story red house. And uh, it's like this church group like college age churchy people maybe they're not college age probably a little older than that but i've just heard them have get togethers they're all playing acoustic guitar and singing kumbaya jesus songs and shit in their backyard so i know they're like those type of people and uh i stopped by refill my drink kind i was doing the day i fucking saw the fire the house on fire and um there's this fucking dude just beating the fuck out of their door like a fucking crazy druggie just beating the shit out of the door. And now these people have lived for like a year, year and a half maybe. And uh, so my thought was like, I think this guy thinks people that used to live there live there. And he's talking about didn't piece together. He was a druggie yet, yeah. you know, and I came in and refilled my uh, drink or whatever and use the bathroom, go back out to my car. And he's still beating on the door. And so I just I'm like, well, I'm going to hang out in my car and watch what happens here for a little bit. And then eventually makes it to their driveway he just camps out, lays all of his shit out. He has like a jacket, a bag, and, you know, fucking homeless, druggy motherfucker walking around. Decides 
he needs to be in that house and talk to that person. So he's just camping down their driveway. And I was like, I really feel like I should call the cops because if I came home to that shit, that'd be stressful as fuck. But then I was like, but he hasn't really broken any laws. So I don't really know. You know, I would hate to call the cops. I ain't like that. I just never called the cops actually ever in my life. And so I was like, I'm not going to. But when I got home from work, which is like two hours later, the cops were at that house talking to the guy and he was all yelling and arms flailing. And then, uh, I was like, well, we'll get it taken care of. <laughs> I guess. Hell yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, nothing that could happen to anyone at any time where crazy druggie could just be walking down the street and decide your house is the house that they've locked their mind on is the house they want to get into. Well, that's funny because uh, my wife's uh, been making us uh, lock the door. I guess when I was at the podcast last week, a fucking, I guess one of the neighbors, one of the daughter's boyfriends come over. She looks on the on the ring doorbell because someone actually pressed it, you know? And there's this tweaker looking motherfucker just looking in. She's talking to her thing. So now we, she says we have to lock the door at all times. Yeah. So the fucking tweaker motherfuckers, he's asking if he can use my fucking phone. It's like, crazy. I'm really not comfortable. And then, like, she waited and seen where he went, and then seen that the daughter was there, too, and then she hollered at the daughter, and then, like, what's going on? Right. And it was something they got their house, and there's whoever they was with was out on the highway in a car with a gun. I don't know. It was just, yeah. I mean, I think it's crazy. And, I mean, I'm the same way, where, like, someone comes to your house, want to borrow something, you'd be like, get the fuck out of here. But I remember growing up in low-income housing, in which you would go to the neighbors and ask for a cup of sugar and vice versa, and they'd yeah. come over and borrow whatever. And uh, they were all kind of probably tweakers. In hindsight, I didn't know what a tweaker was at four years old. Uh, but, it, you know, that was a very normal occurrence. But now you're like, get the fuck out of here, well, weirdo. <laughs> it's 2021. Yeah. <laughs> we don't do that shit anymore. Well, I mean, we got neighbors that come by, like the old man, and I talked to the the grandpa next door i mean they, they've come over and whatnot and but this dude I, he don't even live in there you know we didn't recognize it you know just right. standing on our porch asking to use our phone when i know that they sit on their porch and play fucking on their cell phone so right you would think they would like have said, one. she watched what went on outside and then followed up once she seen you know people we knew right so because it was you know high school age kids and we'll make sure that's all right so Evidently, they had a crazy situation. All right, yeah, it happens. Um, well, man, I don't think I really have much else. Uh, this weekend is Father's Day, so that'll be the day before this comes out. I still at this moment have no real plans on what to get my father for Father's Day because as you get older, you're like, what? Else? And he doesn't do anything now. He doesn't fish, doesn't work. He doesn't. I'm like, I don't know what to get him. I have no idea. And I would be like, hey, do you want like a DVD set or whatever? But he wouldn't watch them. Like, it's just gotten to a point where it's kind of ridiculous. So I think I'm going to invite him up and just cook and be like, there you go. Happy Father's Day. That's all you're getting. But maybe that's fucked up. But that's my thought. I don't know. He'd probably like get him a new uh, trucker style hat. Maybe. Yeah. Got the right one. Yeah. He yeah, has to be the right one. though. Yeah. But I mean, I'm the same way. Yeah. Okay. And that's another thing. I don't like to buy people shit because I'm like, I don't like people buy me shit, to be that's honest. That's true, because hats are fucking hit or miss, man. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, one time I get a hat that looks really cool, and a motherfucker don't fit, and it's like, motherfucker. Yeah. It's uh, always tough. Always tough. And that's, I've just gotten to the point where I'm like, I'll buy all my own clothes, and someone else can buy their own clothes. Like, I don't think that should be in the gift list. Yeah. Because it's... Uh, but 
I say that, and then every Christmas we go to Tractor Supply and get my dad a couple shirts, and every year he acts like he locks them. And it's not hard. He gave him a couple plaid long sleeve shirts, and that's his his fucking country ass style. Um, it works. But all right, peace, man. All right, peace. Beats.